Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. There's this, I think it was a senator in Ohio, this dude named Cardi Finkbeiner. Call him Cardi B for short, but he... Um, Cardi Fink. Yeah, could have been. Cardi F. Yeah. But he he tried to put into legislation a bill that would require deaf people to move to the airport. Oh, because it won't bother them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, you can't make deaf, deaf people, people move. move. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, but I wanna. <laughs> but I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> he was like, I want to make deaf people live at the airport. Don't you see? This is the perfect solution. He's like, no, no, you're actually oppressing me yeah. because you're telling me what I have to do. You're telling me that I can't make deaf people move to the airport. That's oppressing me. Deaf people are out there <laughs> taking up all the good quiet spots <laughs> and they can't even savor them. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here, me, Cardi Finkbinder, <laughs> Senator <laughs> Extraordinary. Binder? Is it, what is it? I Finkmeister? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Guy's a moron anyway. That's hilarious. Is it a guy? Finkbinder. Finkbinder. All right. What a dickhead. Me or Carney Finkbinder? Take your pick. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. How is he still alive? When was this? Because evil never dies. This was 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Oh, I thought this was like last week. No, I, 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 no, I don't keep up with Ohio politics anymore. I didn't. I mean, listen, who knows what comes across the, the old Google news feed? You know what I'm saying? Several controversies have occurred during Finkbinder's involvement in public office no, in November 1994. Cardi Finkbinder suggested at a staff meeting that a way to resolve complaints about airport noise would be to move deaf people into the neighborhood. Listen, it sounds insensitive, but he's, you know, he's thinking outside the box, okay? Mayor. The fuck was he the mayor of? His own ego. Toledo? That's where I'm from! Oh, that explains it. Christ. Yeah. Jesus. Let me ask you this, though. Have you ever lived close to an airport? You know what? I haven't. And you can thank Cardi Finkbeiner for that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, sea to shining sea. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Crazy. Yeah? Crazy, What's going Chris. On? My God. I've had meetings all bloody day. Oh, I'm my turning goodness. English, evidently. Oh, God damn. That sucks. The Was the call for work? No, it, it, was, it was for a work. It was for uh, unrehearsed. Oh, okay. Okay. The thing, it's, the theater uh, thing. In, this Wednesday, yeah, a day after this goes live, yes, we have to uh, announce to the people who they're that playing. We've stolen their money. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've moved to Tijuana and we'll never see them again. And they'll be moving to the, the airport. airport. Yeah, <laughs> found the thread already. I like this. I know. Early, way, really like three early. minutes in, if that. Oh my gosh, this bit is gonna get old so fast. Older than Cardi Finkbeiner. Oh man. Uh, yeah, had a meeting, went into the office today, hung out with a friend who wasn't you somehow. <sighs> who knew? It's been crazy, dude. Yeah. People, my whole week is completely stocked, and somebody tried to switch something. Someone sent me a text and was like, "Hey, can we switch this to Sunday instead?" And I was like, "I can't move anything. Like, no! This whole thing is going to crumble no! like a house of cards. If you take out one of the cards, it's all going to come down." And you were like, "Please pull out all the cards," because they were trying to get me to have rehearsal on Sunday. No, but Sunday's when I'm seeing the Lord Barbenheimer. Oh, Barbenheimer. That's when I'm moving to the airport, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, those deaf movers are coming. <laughs> Over the airport. They're, it's not funny. There probably are, are deaf movers. and it's I wasn't laughing at deaf movers. They could, There could be. I have no problem with that. It's you who laughed, <laughs> you insensitive prick. Okay? Anyone can do anything, Chris, except move to the airport. Me and Mayor Finkbeiner think that the deaf are perfectly fine people and deserve good homes that are close to mass transportation whenever they would like to go on a well-deserved vacation. But you, sir, you, sir, want to trap them in the middle of the suburbs, in the middle of nowhere, where they can't get out because you think they should be wrangled in. To their own little community. Well, I say nay. To be completely honest, if I was deaf, I would probably move near the airport. Yeah. It's probably where houses are cheapest, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you'd be far away from everything except the airport. Depends on where you are. Nah, there's nothing near airports. You know what? Actually, in, in the city, there's not... There, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Well, by LaGuardia, is actually... There's a lot. There used to be a cheeburger cheeburger in JFK. <sighs> 
well, there you go. That's worth it alone. Yeah, but it's shut down. Oh, God. It's nothing sacred anymore. Whatever happened to restaurants? Whatever happened to Saturday Night Live sketches being so fucking popular mm-hmm. that they created entire restaurant franchises? I know. Cheeburger, cheeburger. That the ladies' man brothel that they used to have. That was the, great. The fucking blues place. House, House of, of blues. blues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> brothel. It's, it t- took you, Toronto. It took you, it's just the whole city? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's from Wayne's World. Yeah, but also the House of Blues was started by one of the Blues Brothers. That's, yeah. It wasn't like, like he didn't, he also didn't start Cheeburger, Cheeburger. Somebody else did that. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. But the Blues Brothers was so good yeah. that we got Crystal Skull Vodka. <laughs> That's true. That's his, right? Yep. Is that his? It is his, okay, actually. Great. Yeah. Great. Excellent. I've oh, never yeah. tried it. Uh, it's probably bad. I've heard it's not great. Yeah. But he but shells cool it everywhere. It is a cool bottle. I won't give him that. It is a cool bottle. And apparently it's made a different way than other vodkas, which makes it something. It's made out of piss. I think it's potatoes. Is it potato? Piss-tatoes. Piss-tatoes. <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Mm. And then you let them ferment And then it's vodka Mashed potatoes you stick in the back of your fridge for mm-hmm. six months And then when they go bad you liquefy it And it's vodka Oh my god is that how they do that? Of course absolutely There's no other process involved Can you use potato skin as a filter? I don't think so No Has Cardi Biner outlawed that yet? Finkbiner? Whatever I don't know Finkbinder How can you not? How can you forget a name like Finkbiner? It's a great name It's a great name Cardi Cardi Finkbeiner. It's a great name. It sounds like a carnival barker. How is Cardi spelled for this guy? I got it wrong three times when I Googled it. Let me see if it'll correct me again. Because in my mind, it's C-A-R-D-I, like Cardi B, which I'm like, that no, can't no, be it's, right. No, no, it's T-Y. Oh, Carti. Carti. Like a cart. Like a- Carlton S. Finkbeiner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that guy kicks his own ass. Holy cow. <laughs> Carlton S. Finkbinder. Finkbinder with no D on it. It's not Finkbinder. It's Finkbinder. That's correct. Wow. Do you think they called him Cardi Finkbinerd? Oh, I think they called him many things. (laughs) Stinkbiner. That, oh my gosh, that name instantly comes with like a prep school uniform. Farty. Oh, that's it right there. Farty Stinkbiner. That guy was shoved in a lot of lockers. (laughs) That's the best. I love it. What have you been up to? Uh, not much. Not much. Yeah. There's um there's not much going on the the misses and the kids are still away so I'm just sitting alone withering away moving all your things to your new apartment by the airport yeah I'm hoping to have that done by the time they get back they'll still be here yeah I'll just be at the airport mm-hmm. yeah but no I'm just I mean I'm withering away and dying inside which is and this is what I do admittedly while they are here <laughs> but I'm just doing it. At my own pace now. You're just keeping your hobbies up. <laughs> you got more free time now to wither away. Yeah, to sit, I sit. Uh, <laughs> usually, I sit and stare into the void for a good 15 to 20 hours. Yeah, and now we talk into the void. And then we talk, and then you and I talk once a week, and then it's back to the void, baby. Do you just sit in a chair waiting to talk on the mic? Yeah, it's usually that I just sit here. I don't even take any of this down. Yeah. I usually sit here. And then uh, I sun goes up, like, sun goes down, sun goes up, sun goes down. Does that about seven times. And I just go like this. Uh. <laughs> I recently started a new hobby. Oh, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Take a stab in the dark on that no, one. No, I said new. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'm uh, I'm cutting glass. This sounds like slang for something. <laughs> drugs. That also has to do with drugs, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? I have decided, glass. I think I'm going to start like an Etsy shop or something. I've figured, I've, I've gotten pretty good at it. I'm cutting the, so what I, here's what I'm doing. This is the thing I'm trying right now, but I did the hardest part and I've gotten that pretty much down. Yeah. And that is... Um, separating the cocaine from the no so i'm cutting <laughs> i'm cutting the bottom the bottom of bottles off like uh-huh. i have all these wine bottles and liquor bottles that i've saved from being an alcoholic yeah of course and so i'm cutting the bottoms of all of them off uh-huh 
And I think I'm going to turn them into lanterns. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like little tea light can- uh, lanterns right, that hang right, from right, right, right. a board. Good. Well, you yeah. know what's, you know what? I always say. And now I know what I'm giving you for Christmas. <laughs> awesome. I always say it's a good idea if you're going to have a small child in your house like you do. Uh, keep sharp objects and cut glass everywhere. <laughs> They're not sharp. They're not sharp to cut the. No, that's the thing. That's part of what I've gotten really good at is you use a certain kind of coarse uh, powder to like sand it down. Mm. You're like, and it's only taken me three fingers to figure this out. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and figure out what that new hobby you're going to eventually give up is. My name is Chris Treble. No, you're going to stick with it. I believe in you. I was talking about me. Uh, my name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I don't... I, uh, I don't I'm too tired. <laughs> I think you're going to be leading this one, dude. Yeah, you thought you were going to open your mouth and a witty retort was just going to fall out and nothing happened. Well, I feel like I've been kind of on a roll so far this episode. You've been doing all right. Yeah. yeah. But then you kind of, yeah. Then the drugs kicked in. Then the drugs kicked in. Then cutting glass kicked in. Yep. You know what? Don't worry. Don't worry, Andrew. You can just relax. It's going to be a good one already. You know why? Oh, why? Why? Why, Chris? (laughs) Why? 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 No, do you want to go first? You can go first. No, go I, well, I was going to this has to do with what you, I think, were about to say. You Why is it going to be such a good say. day? Because it's the best damn day of the weekend. Oh, really? Which day is that? My birthday. No, it's, <laughs> it's very far from your birthday. That is very far from my birthday. Which is next week. That's right. Uh, it's Tuesday News Day. Oh, shit. It's the Tuesday News Day. It is the Tuesday News Day. I wrote all of my jokes about 10 minutes ago after I got done with a meeting. I wrote all of my jokes 10 minutes from now. What? <laughs> That's weird. Time is cyclical and it's a construct. Yes, it is. One that I don't subscribe to. Anyway, I'll get up when I goddamn please. And you can't tell me that noon is too late and or too early. You sound like Cardi Finkbeiner. You can't (sighs) tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do because I can't hear you. La, la, la. Oh, my God. It, it took a weird turn because he's not the deaf one. He's not deaf. So, no. So that doesn't even make sense. It can't be offensive because it doesn't even make sense. OK, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. You can't be offended if what I say is nonsensical and completely stupid. And incoherent. And so this is America. And that's how this runs. OK. Runs on Duncan. The moment I say something intelligent and offensive you could cancel my ass but until then i'm still alive motherfuckers yeah you sure are somehow i don't know what's going against all odds uh i got news you got news you want to talk news i got news yeah do you want to go first what do you I would love do? to go first because i think we're both gonna have this one probably james gunn has been trying for years to prove that nathan fillion is the greatest actor alive and i think he's finally done it because the man voted most charming by America's senior citizens is now going to play DC's biggest dickhead Guy Gardner yes it wasn't the Green Lantern we wanted but it turns out it's the Green Lantern we needed (laughs) Uh, and I for one think this is actually great casting I know everyone's gonna go like I would have been a great El Jordo well he isn't he's gonna be this and actually if you see him in Guardians 3 you realize this is in some ways, possibly a better casting for him. Yeah, at least now. Yeah. And maybe when he was younger, too, at least on par. He had the, I mean, he definitely had that charm. Honestly, like if you though, see him in, he's a little too charming for Hal Jordan, the more that I've read Hal Jordan. That's what I'm Hal saying. Hal Jordan has a bit of just like he's a regular guy to him. Yes. And Nathan Fillion has never really shown that. He has shown cheese yes that's the thing is that if you see him even in firefly he's got that like kind of charm to him and guy gardner needs a personality i don't know if i would call guy gardner charming but he has he a personality he is. but he thinks he is and nathan fillion can play that to a t yeah and i think and i think you're right he looks like hal jordan and i think that's where that came from he looks like hal jordan but Hal Jordan, and this is also something I didn't even like about, the, I mean, there's a lot of things not to like about the Ryan Reynolds one, but Ryan Reynolds was way too charming of, a, of an actor even then yeah. to be Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan is a very like white bread, you know, he's gutsy, he's a test pilot and everything like that, but he's not, he never strikes me as charming. 
Right. You know, and that's what they were trying to do. He's and it a just guy doesn't you work. might not suspect is as good at the things he's, he's good, good at. at. Yeah, but he's good. Yeah, he's just got a set on him. You know, he's you know what? He's Maverick from Top Gun. Yeah, that's really what he is. Yeah, he's Maverick from Top Gun. He's confident, right. but he's not like he doesn't. Yeah, ooze yeah, it. Doing? yeah, it doesn't ooze it. And so uh, I think this is actually when I heard this, I was like, oh, my gosh, in all my discussions about who should be Guy Gardner. How has this never come up for me? Yeah. Like the this one is, in plain sight is the purloined letter. Yes. There was the perfect person. Yeah. I'll tell you what also, though, because this also is something that I was going to talk about, too, like you said. But man, this this Superman cast is getting crazy. Yeah, I have that as and well. it's not just the people they're getting. It's the characters. So you got. Yeah. You have Nathan Fillion as as um, Guy Gardner. You've got Isabel. I think it's. I don't know if it's Merced. I think it's Merced. I don't know if it's Merced or Merced, but I think it's Merced. Uh, is it Merced? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. You said it with real confidence. And you did that Think Finder thing, and I was like, I'll believe anything now. I think it's Isabel Merced or Marquette. I don't know. Whatever. From Dora the, and the Lost City of Gold. She's Hawk Girl. Did you say, what did you say she's from? Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I don't know what that is, but she's also from Transformers. Okay. She's, um, she's, uh, it's the live action Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And she's going to be Hawk Girl. And then Edie, uh, or Eddie. Githegi, Githegi. You are nailing I'm this. killing it with these names. I'm killing it right now. I'm crushing this. All right. Uh, he's going to play Mr. Terrific. Gat Hagee. Is it really? No, I don't, you know. don't know. Okay. I don't, again, you're really good at this. <laughs> yeah. I should have been Hal Jordan or yeah. not. Or not. Too confident. Too confident. No, definitely that confidence. You charged okay. into the, into that name with no fear whatsoever. <laughs> he's going to play Mr. Terrific and... Anthony Kerrigan. I like this a lot. You got that name. I got this. Yeah. Anthony. I know Anthony Kerrigan very well. Anthony Kerrigan is going to be metamorpho. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, he's a good choice. He's from Barry. He's from. Oh, he's great. in Barry. He was also in uh, Gotham as well. He's uh, Victor Zaz is in Gotham. But if you've seen Barry, God, he's incredible. And I can see watching him as Noho Hank, even without knowing what the character of Metamorpho is going to be like in this script. Like I can see how funny he is and how good he is and see how he would fit in a James Gunn world, like in a James Gunn script. He can make that thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's that guy's great. I'm just excited. I'm like, I trust James Gunn. I don't have any clue how these characters are going to fit into any sort of Superman story. One movie that is a Superman movie. <laughs> yes. I don't know how this is going to work. Evidently as well, James Gunn has implied that at least um, I think I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but Nathan Phi Lyon mm-hmm. is going to be in uh, multiple stories. Like he's going to sure. be in multiple films. I'm well, sure. Part of me was like, he is a little old for how young they wanted a lot of these characters to be. Yeah. And Guy Gardner can easily be a character that you write off and you just kill him. Right. You show, what the Green Lanterns can do and then you just kill him and the ring whizzes off and then you see Hal Jordan show up or something at some point later. Right. I suspect and this is something that they've they've always said like if you're going to do Green Lantern like just do this. It's really easy to just be like yeah we're we're space cops. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you've been doing but we've been out here this whole time. Right. Like he can be older and be like yeah I got my ring like 15 years ago. Yeah. I've been. Why haven't I been on Earth? Did you know there's like 40 other fucking planets that need me right now? Well, but also, I mean, we're starting with Superman. He could have been on Earth. He could be the only superhero that everybody already knows. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, we don't because you're right. We don't know. I also I think he tweeted out something about cast even before Superman and Lois Lane were cast. He tweeted out something about like. Uh, looking at casting or something like that. Somebody asked him a question about casting and he tweeted out a um, something and then he put a mermaid at the end of it and everyone thought that meant like, oh, Aquaman's going to show up or something. And I think that is actually going to be, there is a mermaid in the world of Superman of, oh my gosh, any other time I would know this character's name off the top of the dome. It's it starts with an L. Hold on. Lobo. Yep, that's what it is. Mermaid. Lois Lane. Superman. Lucy Lawless. No, Lori Lamaris. That's what it is. Is it Superman? Like, aren't all of his stuff like L's? Yes. Lana Lang, Lori Lamaris, and Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor. Yeah. All of his the love interests. L. 
all all of his lovers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So look for that. And she plays. She's kind of like Alana Lang, where like in his early days, she, he befriended this. So in just so you're aware, in the Superman mythos, if you don't know this, he grew up in a small town. And then he went to the big city. But in between, he slept with a mermaid. So that's facts. Canon. That is. Fa- Look it fucking up. I'm not even. That's not even a joke. <laughs> Superman fucked a mermaid one time. OK, I'm just saying. Listen, it's out there. <laughs> when we go to college, we all of us between the ages of 18 and 22 made some extremely shady decisions. Yes. Some of us cut glass. There's a time and a place for everything. And it's called college. Yes. And that's what he did. All right. It's out there. And I think the mer- I like to think that the mermaid icon that he tweeted out means that she's going to make appearance in it. And she's the type of character that he would put in a script. We also so. know as well that Palm Clementiev has been cast, but uh, they're not releasing as who yet. Wait, hold on. Wait, let me look at this person. What Palm Clementiev? Yeah. How do I know this person? My God, how do you always forget who this person is? Do we do this a lot? Yes. Do we talk about this person a lot? Yes. What else have they been in? All of the Guardians movies and Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad? Mantis. Oh my gosh, you're right. How do I not? Oh my gosh, she could be Lauren Lamaris. She could be the mermaid. People he fucks. have been theorizing that Lex Luthor has like a woman bodyguard or something. Yes, she do, he, or he does have a woman bodyguard. So they were, a lot of people were thinking maybe her, but sure, she could be a mermaid. Oh, that would actually be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, you, when you read this, were like immediately on board. I was not at first, and I, I think I had to sit with it for a minute. I wasn't against it, mm-hmm. but I was like, eh, maybe is this what we want? He's a little old. Yeah. He's not known for playing characters like this. I'm sure he could do it. Like right. he can certainly say the lines and not bump into the furniture and he'll mm-hmm. do it in a way that you like him anyway. But I was a little like, I don't know. Like there's probably someone better. Are we just casting Nathan Fillion so he can finally officially be a Green Lantern or like what's going on? But now that I've sat with it for a little while, I'm like, no, nah, I like this. This is a good idea. My reaction and your reaction are like, pretty much what the two reactions that will happen upon, uh, uh, with this news is that either people yeah. are going to be fully on board I agree. or like questionable. I don't think anyone's never going to not be on board again. Nobody dislikes Nathan, Nathan Filaline. Yeah, he's he's Canadian. first Fyline. Yeah, that's why I can't pronounce it. It's like French Canadian. Fion. 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 Nat Han. Yep. That's it. There it is. <laughs> We're amazing. You know? Uh, I can't wait for you to hear my next joke. Oh, great. Do you want me to do something now or do you want to just do you want to go into your next joke? Are you that excited about the next joke? We should let my last great joke simmer for a little bit. Okay. Okay. But what if the next thing I say is going to take the story away and take your joke away? What is it? I don't know. I haven't. But I have a number of stories I could talk about. Do you want to? Why don't you do? You know what? Because I know you're very proud of these jokes. And you took a lot of time crafting them. See, I like to give them time to sit, though, for a minute, too. How much more do we need to sit with this? Do you really want me to do it? Yes. All right. Of if course. You, I would you, love to hear it. If you really want to hear it. Yes. Chris, what do my balls and Disney have in common? Already so happy we went down this path. <laughs> I don't know what, Andrew. They both owe Scarlett Johansson a lot of money. People get uncomfortable when they hear about either of them. And uh, as they both get older, they both have a big SAG problem because the members of the Screen Actors Guild have joined their writer siblings in boycotting these ridiculous conditions. 2025 is going to be a weird year for movies. It really is. Uh, I I was surprised we didn't start with this because really after this... It starts to yeah. I mean, I'm we're lucky we have any other news stories at this point because really ain't nothing going on. If you thought nothing was going on with one union on strike, oh baby, yeah. Wait till you see two. Also, I want to point out as well. We should say this here. A lot of people are questioning whether they should go see movies right now while the everyone's on strike. And right. SAG and the WGA have been encouraging people to continue to go see them for a couple of reasons. One, because through movies they actually get paid yes like, they do those are th- that like this is hasn't ever really been what little they get paid they get paid based on if you go to see a movie right so yeah. this is not what we're fighting against if you want to like get rid of your netflix subscription or your disney plus subscription or something i think that's kind of a different story that's a but different also thing. Yeah. show them that you will watch union shows and movies mm-hmm. and then when those stop coming out or when the union 
you know, projects are still coming out, but without union people. Right. Then stop watching. Well, that's the thing is that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I I understand what people are, are saying, but definitely still go see movies, because first of all, these people that are, are on strike did not uh, make these things in order not to be seen, even when they are on strike. They put their heart and soul into these things. And they want them to be seen. That's why they do what they do. Um, So they want you to go see the movie. And not supporting the movie is not a way to show support for the strikes. That doesn't. It's not a one to one correlation. Uh, um, I understand why you would think it, but it's not. So definitely keep going to the movies. Go seeing these things. Uh, Andrew's right. Like you know, if you want to get rid of your Netflix account or your Disney or your streaming account because of the. Although I will also say, you know, in some regard. Watching things on Netflix, on Disney Plus and things like that, there's two sides to this. One, the idea is like, well, the streaming services might go like, well, we don't need to like really hurry up with this because people are still finding entertainment on our services without putting things into production. But on the other side, what they're arguing for, what what the WGA is arguing for, what SAG is arguing for is the right to get paid royalties Four things on stream residuals, right? Residuals. Sorry. I always, uh, uh, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, residuals for things on streaming. So there is also an argument to be made and I could, and someone else could make a smarter argument against what I'm about to say. And if they do, that's, that's totally fine. But from my, I'm getting it ready already. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll do a point counterpoint. Cause I'm also not like married to this idea, but I'm just throwing a theory out there, but they need to like, you know, Showing that people want to watch these things and support these projects, you know, in some ways emboldens these two unions to go, people watch this. You can't argue that people don't. You can't argue that, you know, the numbers aren't there and you can't hide the numbers. People are watching these things in droves. And because of that, we need to be paid a certain amount of money. You, you're taking an argument away of like, well, we couldn't pay you because of the because Netflix is notoriously secretive about their numbers, especially. But like if you were watching this stuff and the numbers, then it, then the, the unions could go. They are watching this. You know that they're watching this. We know that they're watching this. You need to pay us money. They, you know, and you can, there are other ways to support the strike for sure. Um, give me, give me a, a like a, a turnaround on that because I know there's a, a an alternate argument. Sure. Yeah. I mean, to, to be completely honest, I was joking when I said that because I didn't know what you were going to say. But uh, also uh, the only way that would work, in my opinion, is if the general public one is like super on board with the union, which they mostly are, I think. But also if they're smart enough and have the time, energy and resources to be able to weed out which union jobs on their streaming streaming service have hired union actors and which ones have not. Most of them are union actors, though. Currently. Yeah, but it. I'd but be if a- this strike keeps going. Yeah. Netflix is going to have to start bringing on other actors. I don't know if they would be able to do a un- a non-union show. I don't know if there's if they have they're going to be. I guarantee they're going to try. I don't know if they can. I, I think they'll try. I don't know if they but I'm can. just saying there is a possibility. So if you if people are still paying and still watching, just be careful about what you're watching, because if you if they start releasing new shows in 2024 and 2025 and the writer strike is still going, there's a very good chance. I would say, dare I say, a 100 percent chance that those will not be filled with union writers or union right. I, actors. Yeah. I, I don't know if you. But the other thing is, though, I mean, even when just the writers were on strike and they were trying to just film things, not even using like a non-union writer to fix scripts or anything. They were just taking the scripts that had already been written, which they are allowed to use. The, the the unions were out there picketing sets. I mean, they were shutting down. I hear you, but those people can only survive for so long before they have to get another job. And so I'm just saying, if if this continues on for a long time, and it they start getting other types of people, 
That's right. all I'm saying. It's but the, they're the, also they're also union rules to how to do that that agreed. are already in place of being able to Understood. hire like for sure non sag actors. I'm and aware. Like that. All I'm saying is it's something to it's a new thing that we will have to be aware of. That is a possibility. Right. Yeah, because um, yeah, there's also there's a guy who's very very famous on TikTok. I won't say his name because he's kind of a dickhead. It turns out, but cool. I know. I, I remember I watched on it, TikTok. I you know. Say. I watched. Get it, the fuck out. When I first got on TikTok, it was like really trying to sell me his stuff. He's a comedian, right. but most of his jokes are, isn't it funny that isn't I'm Isn't it funny that all the deaf people live by the airport now? Things like that. <laughs> and he takes off his mask. Cardi Finkbeiner. Guys ever. And he's like, ah, I'll get you next time though. They told me TikTok was the way to do it. But anyway, I don't know. I don't think he talks like that. He's from Ohio. It doesn't matter. They all talk like that. This guy, funny. most of his jokes are like, ah, it's funny. I'm fat. But he recently did a thing where he was talking about um, like how he has written a script that's a sequel to Tommy Boy called Tommy's Boy about Chris Farley's character's son. Uh-huh. That actually sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. He's been contacted about starting his own series on a new streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody commented and said, uh, let us know how that goes, you know, after the writer's strike is done, because, you know, you're going to be waiting for a little while, I think, right. for this to get off the ground. Right. And he made a crazy crazy response video about how he doesn't give a shit about the union. He's never going to join the union because he doesn't want to do movies like the Avengers. He wants to do movies like Schindler's list and how he doesn't want to do big budget action shows. He wants to do shows like the bear on Hulu and Mm -hmm. like um, succession. And uh, Mm -hmm. of course people pointed out a few things. One, all of those are union projects. Yes, yes. Every single one. Yes. But also um, that somebody said, you know, they're going to make you join eventually. Right. And he just said, no, they won't. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, there's something called there's a SAG. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like a it's not a condition, but like a there's yes. a. Uh, a stipulation. Uh, uh, not even a stipulation. It's like a, a rung that you can be in on the ladder yeah, called yeah. SAG must join, where if you're not in the union yeah. and you do enough union work, they go, OK, you're taking a lot of union jobs from people. You know, union you jobs are no longer going to hire you until you agree to pay your dues and become a member of the union. And that's must join is, is what it's called. And so they will eventually make him join. And I just was so blown away. This guy has like 10 million followers. And I was like, how do you not know? You're trying to be a writer and a comedian and an actor. How do you not know these things? And then immediately after that, he posted a video about how God is on his side. And if the industry is going to take it up with him, then they're going up against God as well. And I was like, oh, OK, got it. Understood. <laughs> if you speak on film, you don't. It's not that you have to join the union or the. Uh, but if you speak on film, you at least get what's called a waiver, which means. And after three of those, you are eligible to join SAC. But if you speak on film it's basically a union job you have to be signed to like a union contract and everything and that's the thing is like they could hire a non-union actor to do like a line but like if you got a bunch even that if you do enough of those i think you still become must join yes eventually you do yeah it's not must join after three but eventually but that's basically like how you get into the union but that's what i mean when when it's like it'd be really hard for them to do like a full show non-union yeah because they can't you can't make it past like an episode without doing that the other thing though too is that i i think most non-union actors and writers have a lot of faith in the unions and would like to join them and are hoping to join them eventually so if you get cast in something or get a job in something that is clearly just being used as an excuse to hire people who are not in the union because you don't want to pay people it's going to look really bad for you if you agree to do that and you might not be let into the union eventually well the other but the other thing is most I would I would assume that like even if they're somehow able to get some sort of production up SAG is on strike from like the actors are on strike from working. But that doesn't mean that like the people that are working basically in the office of SAG doesn't know or wouldn't 
are, are they're basically what I'm saying is like they're not on strike essentially. Like if a if a production were to start up and start shooting, they'd be like, no, you still have to like contact us and we have to do the contracts and everything like that. Like you know, if some if you have a non union actor and they speak, you got to waiver them that you have to. But get that's them only a side for contract. union work. I'm talking about like if these production companies. Well, this is the same thing we were going back to. If they try, and who knows if they'd be able to succeed. I don't. Yeah, but I don't if they, think, tr- I think one of the reasons why they might not be able to succeed is because if they try to make if Netflix is like, you know what, from now on, we're only working non-union. We're not dealing with these unions anymore. We're going to make you can't do that. There's no there's why? Because there are actual like rules set up that you cannot do that. You have to. There's not laws, though. The rules are about uh, hiring union actors. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because the I don't reason think you it can works, make a, you could not make a Netflix show with just non-union actors. If that was the case, they would have by no, now. No, I think, first of all, you can. I thi- I'm almost positive. But the I reason don't they don't, the reason they don't is because if you do that, SAG breaks ties with you and you no longer have access to any union actors or writers. OK, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure there are, there are very strict rules set up that you cannot Again, do that. rules, not laws. The rules are like, if this, then that. And it's the that is like you don't get to work with people in the union anymore, which means you're not going to get good actors right i yeah i don't foresee it being able to yeah i don't i don't foresee them being able to like get get past a day of work trying to do yeah. like a non because i would ne- like if you know I, I and i fucking hate acting on film right I, like we're both actors right. i'm more of a stage guy you're more of a film guy i fucking hate acting on film but like if they came to me and they were like hey you want to get paid like two thousand dollars to be a scab for you know the i'd be like fuck no what if i want to be in the union one day you know i mean it's but it's one of those things where it's like i mean listen it, like if I, if it still follows as if sag was you exactly know, like, if sag is cool with it right and that's what i mean and i think most non-union but actors I'm saying, would be like, like if they're asking like hey do you want to help us make an all non-union thing so we can kick these guys to the curb I'm going to be like, no, because what if one day I want to join the union? This looks really, really bad. And I know you're not going to pay me well because you couldn't even pay them well. Yeah, I think I don't see how it would even work for, for them to be able to to like do a non-union thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody's on strike. And so that's that's fun. That's, and uh, so are we. And yeah, I'm good with that. Let's do that. Yeah. We're, you know what? We're no longer going to be in the next WB film, Chris. I mean... Here's the thing. These guys are on strike and you got to realize it's not just on strike for like being on set and acting. They can't do promotions Mm -hmm. or anything like that. I mean, a lot of the shows were already like the talk shows and stuff that they would go to promote on are on strike as well because of the writers guild. Right. Like Tonight Show and stuff like that. I also want to point out, I thank you for bringing this up. It's the very reason that Brad Pitt had to cancel for tonight's episode. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were going to. Yeah. But they can't go to their own movie premieres. Um, they can't do they can they can be interviewed. They can go. That was on. something we should talk about as well, because that the uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah, they. So at the release at the like um, the premiere. Yes, they timed it. They timed SAG joining the strike with the WGA. Right. So that as soon as the movie ended the premiere. Yeah. The actors were on strike. And so. All these reporters and journalists were there to get, you know, sound bites for their shows and to get interviews and stuff. But instead of doing the interviews, the actors all just got in their fucking cars and drove home or somebody drove them home. Yeah. But the time was still allotted for it. Yep. So for the 30 minutes on Dateline or Entertainment Weekly or whatever that they were supposed to be talking to fucking Killian Murphy. Instead, they had to be talking about the strike. Yes. Yeah. So they can do interviews if you're not promoting a thing. So like, you know. Like uh, Mark Maron's podcast is typically not like they'll plug stuff. But for the most part, it's like a long conversation, like a career retrospective. So like stuff like that, they can still go on if they're not talking about their current projects. But they, you know, and if it was if anything was recorded before the strike started. So like I just listened to actually Mark Maron's podcast with Killian Murphy and they talk all about Oppenheimer. But that's because they, they recorded it in June. Right. So if it's already done, they're allowed to come out. And that's fine, because honestly, like some of these movies, you know, you do want them to do well. And it's going to hurt the bottom line not to have their stars out promoting. Again, you want people to, to see, see the movie. These things. Yeah, uh, but they can't do there's. Listen, the Emmy nominees just came out. And if this goes on, we're not having an Emmys. It's the same, you know, it was the same reason we almost didn't have a Tony's. 
Like, Speaking of all of this, can I ask you a question? Yes. How do you think this is going to affect Comic-Con? I mean, you know what? Weirdly enough, probably not as much as we think it is, because as we've discussed, yeah. not much goes on at Comic-Con anyway. Well, what about conventions, though, right? Like D23? Well, that's a the thing. These yeah. things will go on. Um, Thunderdome you know. or whatever it's called. DC Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why don't they just say, I know what fan, I get it. It's fandom and it's fan dope, but still just let's, let's get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Well, here's the, here's the, the two ends of it is one, it's going to pare down a lot of these cons because you can't promote anything, but also the writers are on strike as well, which means there's nothing to promote anyway. You know what I mean? Eventually it gets to a point. Yeah. This is almost like for the entertainment industry, this is like a second COVID. You know, yeah. everything is shut down. Yep. There's no avenue. There are very limited avenues. They're that kind of know. already down from getting hit from that. And so hopefully Wicked, the, the adaptation of Wicked was mm-hmm. 10 days before the end of production of production. They ah, were Christ. 10 <laughs> days. They were a week and a half away from non from being done filming. Should have sped it up. Yeah. I hope they're happy. I hope they're happy now. You got to you got to get it done early. Every actor will tell you. To be on time is to be late and to be early is to be on time. So they should have wrapped it sooner. While we're on the subject of Comic-Con as well, I just want to say uh, I put a poll on Twitter asking uh, if it's worth the money to go to Comic-Con like the big ones like San Diego or um, New York Comic-Con. And 80 percent said yes. Oh, that it's worth going. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising to me. I mean, I that think it's that, worth the money. I think this. Well, here's the thing. I think the spectacle of of a Comic Con is still enticing to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Just the feeling of the camaraderie of going there and everything. And for a lot of people, you know, it's a big deal. They don't have something like this a lot. It's a little different. I, I will admit, like going to the New York Comic Con, living in New York City, it's a you know, it's cool. But like, I I have a community. Like, you can find a community for yourself anywhere in here. If you're from small town America, like you and I grew up in, yeah, that's a good. Point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, finding if you're your from fellow Nebraska, finding if you're from other Nebraska, nerds. find your fellow nerds. Yeah, is like you got a comic shop, or maybe you got a group of friends. But to go with your group of friends and seeing everyone else's group of friends there and it's all over the place it's like wow this is amazing yeah i can see a drunk sailor moon on a subway anytime i want <laughs> by bringing a mirror with you by bring- <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we also asked uh what they thought of the uh the de-aging in indiana jones and the dial of destiny and 100 percent of them said bad i don't think it was bad i don't think it was great the, the only two options were bad or bad no, oh okay well, then, there you go. yeah <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. didn't get that many votes for that one, though. Hey, you know what uh, is something that's coming out, though? Me? Did you see the trail? Oh, <laughs> that's the moment I've always waited for. I know. Um, did you see the trailer for Wonka? I did. Oh, my what gosh. What a steaming Let's, pile. We are young, dumb, and full of trailers right now. <laughs> hey, just one, young, dumb, and full of trailers. Yeah, and really just one trailer because it's very filling because it's chocolate filled. <laughs> There's a couple. I'm, I don't know if you saw the trailer for Failure. No. Do you know what that is? Well, oh, do I know what Failure is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but before, we talk, before we talk about Wonka, I'll just tell you about this because it's something it's, I've been keeping my eye on. It's an hour-long podcast that comes out every Tuesday. <laughs> This is a movie that was filmed entirely in one shot. It's not a fake one shot. It's a real one shot. They did it in, in, I don't know how many takes, but like one, one long continuous shot. It's directed by Sam Raimi and stars his brother. Oh, really? Hold on. The trailer doesn't look very good. Wait, producer, he directed it? Maybe he wrote it. It's called Failure. Just look up Failure Trailer. (laughs) Say that again? (laughs) Failure Trailer. Okay, cool. All right. All right. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. The Wonka trailer, though, man, looks bad. It looks. I, yeah. It's going to be the worst thing Timothy Chalamet has ever done. Probably. Yeah. He's done some good stuff. So that's a pretty high bar. That's what I mean. Yeah. But not. But, you know, he's done a, a good amount of stuff like you can't expect it all to be really good. But this seems like it's going to be the worst thing that I've ever seen. him. And he's going to play Bob Dylan soon, too. In a biopic. You know, I could see that working. Yeah, I guess. I was kind of rooting for Finn Wolfhard. I like, I, you know what? 
I think Chalamet has a better Bob Dylan essence than than Finn Wolfhard. Hard disagree, mm. especially watching this trailer. Yeah, this just look. Oh, here's the thing: it looks like he's doing like a bad Gene Wilder impression. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it looks like it's so interesting. It looks like they're trying to recapture the Gene Wilder film. Yes, but without any of the dark stuff. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, like, I remember see how you felt as a kid and you'd fast forward through the scary bits. Remember that? That's what we're doing. Yeah, we fast forwarded it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, it just it feels like he's just like. Remember how quirky and weird he was? Yeah. This is this is how this quirky is why. We're, and I'm like, no. He's this not is why actually. he's quirky and weird because he was a kid. Because if and you, then he wanted to make a chocolate factory. If you but if you watch the if you watch the original, he's actually not that quirky and weird it's more of a mask he puts on it's a ma- yeah it's a thing he does it's like a it's an act that he's yeah. putting on uh this is like a whole different thing but yeah it's just i don't know it's very part of me was really curious about this movie me too and then i saw the trailer and i was like ah, i figured it out I, yeah. i'm no longer curious yeah, yeah. i almost yeah. was w- i would have preferred but i almost think the best option would be to just recreate the Gene Wilder version word for word, shot for shot with new, a new cast. I don't think you can improve on that film. So if you're going to do it, you know, like if you have to make a Wonka movie, I think yeah. that's the only way. That's the best way to do it. I think there's a way to do this movie. Well, I think it's just you need somebody who understands like being weird on screen. It's not the character. Like right. that's not what it is. And listen, well, he's also not that weird. I don't think uh, in this trailer, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I just, he's just very quirky and you yeah, know, this, but and it's I'm not like, like, it's different. It's not like off. Like yes. Gene Wilder's version of Willy Wonka is off. Yes. There's something like, there's something like kind of fucking weird. like yes. screwed up about this guy. Loose. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he wasn't a chocolate factory, man, he would be a serial killer. Be like there's only two, yeah. O- yeah yes. There's only two he options. He is a serial killer. He nearly kills he a, a kid serial and drowns children. Him. Yeah. So really, unless those three other chocolate guys are going to be dead by the end of this movie, it's not a true Willy Wonka movie. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of scenes in that first one where the parents are like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. yeah if, there's, if he doesn't duct tape somebody with a bunch of taffy <laughs> in a basement somewhere, then this, if this is just, If yeah. this movie doesn't end with him being wheeled out on a dolly with a mask over his mouth, meeting Jodie Foster, who has some questions to catch Buffalo Bill, like, there's an issue. This should be seven, but with, with chocolate. Yeah, with chocolate. <laughs> it's all, uh, it's, it's all gluttony. It's all gluttony. That's true. It's true. So just be. It should be called one. That's it. It's just he makes fat people fat all the time. Yeah. Like in, and they're like, "What's in the box?" And he's like, "It's just ca- candy." And he just opens it up. It's just candy. Chris. What? Chris. What? Chris. Wonka. Oh fuck. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's the magic, people. Did you hear that right there? That's what that is. That's the magic that this yeah. is. All right. You got I, I, to we're be non-union writers. I know. We're non-union for now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. But you know what? I don't want to join the union. I want to make Schindler's List. <laughs> I want to make one cut. <laughs> I want to make Schindler's List. And then he said he's go- you're going against God. And I'm like, well. Oh. I don't think you're going to be making Schindler's List anytime soon. <laughs> I, think, I don't think you're the right demo for that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He also said he'd made three faith-based horror films already. I'm fascinated on what that is. I know. Not enough that I'm going to give him my clicks, though, on YouTube. Where, yeah, where are those crucifix yeah. going? What What else do you have? What do you have, sir? Nothing. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Uh. Oh, wait. Can I ask you? All right. Uh, did you see the Deadpool three photos? Yes. I, how could I avoid them? How can okay? So we finally got Hugh Jackman in yellow Wolverine costume. Yeah. Can I confess? It looks weird to me. This looks weird to I me. I think it looks fine. I, I like it. Not. I don't think it looks weird. Like it looks wrong. I just. I think. Does it look like Wonka weird? Um, Does it look like? I kind of like Wilder weird. It's one of those things, you know, when you want something really badly and then oh, you yes. get it yep. and you're like, that's mm-hmm. not as good as I thought. That's it was interesting. Be. It's just as good as I expected. I, I, I don't it's know. something I don't know. I, I, there's something about it that wasn't. 
fulfilling to me. I don't know why. I, I'm not saying it's bad. It looks great. I mean, the costume I'm going to level looks- with you. I feel that way about all of the Deadpool 3 leaks. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to know anything fucking else about this movie. You yeah, know? I understand that. Yeah, we've, we found out, like, Electra's in it. We've seen, we've seen but it. But also, this costume. is what was like, happening with Multiverse of Madness. Who knows if they're even in it? Because Multiverse of Madness was supposed to have, like, Tom Cruise as Iron Man and fucking... I, that was always Knight a Rider. What the that fuck is a, his name? Tony Stark. <laughs> no, no. Um, Fire Skull. Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. It was supposed to have Ghost Riders while he was in the concept art that got leaked. Oh, and oh yeah. There was yeah. all sorts of rumors about all these people who were going to be in it. And then there was, like, three dudes in it. And you were like, yeah. okay, cool. But, like... I'm so nervous about the about going into this, and it's like, oh, none of this stuff is happening. None of this stuff is actually, yeah, yeah. The Wolverine in the yellow suit was cut, you know, or whatever. Right, 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 right. I yeah, there's I don't know why. It's there's something about at first I was like, oh, that's cool, and then the more I looked at, it, I was like, this looks weird. And again, I think it's one of those things. I it's you. I've imagined it for so long, and then when I see it in real life, I was like, oh, this is yeah. When you see it, you're like, man, farty stink binder would give that guy a swirly. Yeah, exactly. And shove him in a locker. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, do I have anything else? Do I have anything else, Andrew? Why am I talking like this? Because the mic loves it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. No, I'm done. I've decided. I'm treble. Uh, you know, it's weird. In the middle of that, I realized what I was doing, and I was like, nah, I'll let him have this one. Yeah. It's my little gift to you. Oh, that's so kind. Yeah, no problem. You know what I'm going to do for you? You know what my that? gift for you is going to be? What's that? House by the airport. <gasps> you shouldn't have. It's what I know, I've always but I did. wanted. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Do they even have an airport in Toledo? Uh, yes, Toledo Airport. There's a road called Airport Highway. How would I know that? I've never been to Toledo. And you know who else hasn't been to Toledo? Everyone else. Everyone makes their way to Toledo at some point in their life. A dark period, it's yes. It's the third circle of hell. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. I believe in Dante wrote about it first. Oh, actually. Hey, Andrew. What? what? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? What in the butt? I don't like it. Where can I find? Where can I, where, oh fuck! I fucked it up because you distracted me. I don't like that. Very, very off-putting. Oh yeah, everybody, welcome. We're starting That's over. It. Take it back to the ones. Here we go. We're flying this plane around. Doesn't matter. We're non-union. We can do whatever we want. That's true. Uh, hey, where can they find they us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, in our house by the airport, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com, slash the Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok, where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. Uh, maybe we'll make a video responding to that guy because he's kind of being a dickhead. I'm going to see if he's because like a lot of people are being like, hey, man, uh, here's what's actually happening. And he just keeps digging that hole deeper and deeper. So maybe I'll add to it. that. We also have merch on Teespring. If you want to check that out, head over to our Twitter. That again, our handle is at Media Lunch Break. It's the top tweet. It's pinned to the top. So just click that. See our merch. We got shirts and hoodies and and I don't know why I said it that way. Hoodies. We got hoodies. Hoodies. And pint glasses and Ooh, stickers. Stickers. All sorts of cool stuff. Uh, you can also give us a little bit of money on patreon.com slash the media lunch break if you'd like to contribute to the show. You can send us an email if you have anything you want to say to us. If you want to tell us about how Cardi Finkbeiner was your favorite politician ever, you can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being a cool person. Yeah. Uh, as all, Just like Andrew said, uh, you can leave a rating and a reviewing, and you can leave it right in the app. It sounded dirty, didn't it? What, what? In the app. <laughs> yep. You can leave it right in app. It really does help. It helps people find us. Uh, as always, though, if you leave a five-star rating, it doesn't matter what kind of review you leave. You can leave whatever you want. You want to rip us a new asshole? Go crazy. Leave those five stars and just let her rip, my friend. That is fine with me. Uh, in fact, this week, if you leave a five-star rating, if you live by the airport, tell us what that's like. I want to know. I'm looking for a new a new piece of property in Toledo. Toledo Airport only. I'll tell you what. If you if you leave a five star rating in the review, if you live in Toledo, tell us what horrible life choice led to you going to Toledo. Um, <laughs> Probably being born. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's fine too. You can just put being born, and that's yeah. that's enough. I understand. Yeah. Today has been the best damn day best of the day. week. The Tuesday, Tuesday news day, day, baby. Next week. Oh. Andrew, 
buckle in. Oh my god. It is time. It is It is the time cinema to give event. the longest episode we have ever made to society. Yes. It is the event of the century. It's the biggest crossover event of all time. Barbenheimer is upon us. Actually, as this episode is out right now, we are in the midst of Barbenheimer. Yeah. Okay. I, we, we are recording this pre-Barbenheimer, but since this episode has come out, the world has changed since uh, we recorded this, Andrew. And I got to say, it's it's a different world. It's a new world. I remember the time before Barbenheimer, and it feels so quaint and old-fashioned. Yeah, Barbenheimer and Richard Feinken. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and, but we're gonna Car- f- and Barbie Finkbeiner. Oh, there it is. We are going to sift through Barbenheimer. Are we going to review it as Barbenheimer? I don't see why not. But we'll see what happens. Do you have your tickets? No. Do you know which one you're going to see first? I feel like Barbie. I think I'm going to go Barbie first. I think that's a good idea because I'm seeing it second. And we can discuss. And we can discuss. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I want to do Barbie first. I'm going to do. We're going to do Oppenheimer. Get dinner. And then have a 1045 p.m. showing of Barbie. Oh, no. I'm probably going to do it like night one, night two. I think I'll do it two oh, night I see. Two oh, night you're event. not doing the, the day? I don't know if I'll have the ability to. I have to see. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to go see You it have either. the ability to. I you mean you don't do. know if you have the guts to call out sick from work? I um I don't even know what day I'm gonna go see it yet. So I might I mean technically I guess I could do both back to back. I did have the thought, like maybe I will, but I haven't figured out when I'm going yet. So it kind of depends. I feel like it's gonna fall on. You can always come to Jersey. No. (laughs) That's just a ridiculous notion. It's not Toledo. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see Barbenheimer in Toledo. I don't think they allow uh, movies in prison. So, (laughs) first of all, that is not true. uh, That's true. They do allow movies in prison. So I'm better off going to prison. Yeah, you are. Than Toledo. Yeah. Uh, I hear the airport is very nice if you live around there. But yeah, but if you live around there, you're not hearing anything. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. uh, that yeah. was good. That was good. Yeah. That's a good wrap up for this show. Um, so we're doing Barbenheimer and then uh, what's the damn <laughs> reading assignment that we're doing? The I creators. Feel like we may not want to do that. I feel like we might want to postpone the reading assignment for that episode. OK, uh, we could discuss. Yeah. We can see, we can also see. I mean, if you it's it's an easy read. So if you yeah, want to try to read, read it, read it, and then if we're like, and if we get wait. to hour one and yeah. we're like, well, then you can just assign Blue Beetle, and we'll talk about the creators another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm looking down the pike, and I was like, oh, this might be a lot to for talk us. about. Like, f- f- what? Five and a half hours worth of movie. Yep. Yep. And in then, an hour, and then a comic book. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Um. Okay. Anyway, we'll figure it out. But um, we're gonna. That's gonna be next week. But in the meantime, if you were like, listen, Barbenheimer has changed the world, and there's no way you could possibly do an one single episode on the event that changed the course of history. So instead, talk about this. Send it over to us. If you've got a reading assignment that you're like, hey, I just read this and I want to send it to the both of you. I want you guys to check this out. Send it over to us. If you're a creator, uh, you've made a uh, a pilot, you've shot a film, uh, you wrote a comic, anything like that, and you want us to point people towards it, you want us to put eyes and ears on it, send it over to us. We're happy to talk about it, okay? Uh, unless you're that guy who wants to do Schindler's List. Then Fuck just off. save it to yourself. That's fine. Although, honestly, if you were like, hey, here's my faith-based horror movie, I might be intrigued. Just It's to on YouTube. W- if we ever have a slow week. <laughs> when do we do not have a slow week? Anyway. Um, Barbenheimer. Uh, that's true. Uh, what, uh, how, is it full length or is it I like think a it's short a, film? It's a trilogy of films. Like full two-hour films? I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't fucking Google it. Why don't we take the time right now and look it up? Right, hold on. What should I go? Should I just Google faith-based horror movie? Man, he does not have a lot of... Uh, Popularity on YouTube. Get the fuck out. Really? He's extremely popular on TikTok. He gets like thousands of views on all of his videos. 
Seven days ago, he released a review of the movie Ransom. Cool. Well, he's up to date. It's got 200 views. It's a good movie, by the way. It is. He also reviewed Sound of Freedom. Uh, what? Uh, did you find the film? The, the... I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, but you have to look quick because my interest is very quickly fading on this. I mean, here's a 34-minute video called My Horror Trilogy. Oh, it's 34 minutes and it's a trilogy. I told you it's a trilogy. No, no, no. I'm saying it's 34 minutes and it's a trilogy. So are they so like each one is each? like 10 minutes. Oh, the following three films depict the beginning, middle and end of a life attached to a vice. Is this Wonka? <laughs> this is horrible. Is that a harmonica? It is. It's a harmonica. Those things are addictive. OK, this is terrible. It's shot in like 720. What is this? Of course you would. This is what you're latching on to. The quality? Yeah, that's what I latch on to is the quality of the film. No, just I was like, that's the first thing you, you saw. It's like, I was shot in 720. Um, anyway, did I finish my thing? I think I did. No, wait. Uh, yeah, Barbenheimer would do that. Uh, and then I s- said about how, like, if you did something, you should send it over to us. Yes, I did that part, too. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got, right? Yeah, that's it. There it is. Look at that. We did a thing. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. All right, so that's how easy it is. Go go, go out and do a thing. Unless you're doing the thing that this idiot's doing. Stop doing that stuff. But do something else then, okay? The first right? film is four minutes long. It's not a great vice then, is it? If, you're, no. if it only lasts four minutes. Although, I don't know. Should we watch this? No. Am I going to no. watch this? We're not watching this. Get off of this. I'm going to watch it. All right, you watch it. I'll end the show. That's it. I've ended the show, actually. This is the end of the show. Can we be done? Do you want to be finished now so you can go watch this thing? Nah, I'm going to move to the airport. Okay, that's a good idea. Is that is that a good joke? No. It's an okay joke to end the episode with. Just in general. Did we, did we, did we, like, beat it to death? Did we beat it off to death? Did we cross the desert? Well, that's the question, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I think we did. I don't care, actually. I liked it. I was happy with it. Are you saying you want to go more? You want to do more? Yeah, I think I'm done. Is that? Yeah, I think this is. <laughs> I so think we're good. cutting this about ten minutes ago. Oh yeah, I'm good with that. Let's just stop now. All right, great, All right, great.